Well, good morning and welcome to Tea Time. That's right, Miss Liz is back. We are on a Thursday and we have the incredible Jenny Mannion in the studio with us this morning. And we are double dipping tea this morning and you'll catch on to that in a little bit when we get into the show. But before we get started, we're going to do all of that good stuff. We're going to bring in the disclaimer. We're going to bring in Jenny and we're going to spill some TEA this morning. So grab your tea, grab your coffee, grab your water, not your wine and your beer, but grab the morning stuff to get you going and grab your breakfast while you're at it so we're going to get started and here we go disclaimer for miss liz's tea time live show miss liz myself is going live using Streamyard. before leaving a comment please grant Streamyard permission to use your name at streamyard.com please be advised that the content brought forward for any tea time show hosted by myself miss liz is always brought forth in good faith however may bring forth dialogue and opinions that are not representative of my platform the facts and information are perceived to be accurate at the giving time of airing. All tea time guests and audience participants are responsible for using their good judgment in taking any action that may relate to the discussion. The content brought forward may include discussion for some where they may be emotionally at risk. It is significant to know that the show is engaging only to offer and inspire awareness and connection and is not providing therapeutical advice. If you have any questions about the disclaimer or the panelist discussion, you may freely contact me, Miss Liz, through my email at bookingmissliz at gmail.com. Moving forward, should you choose to voluntarily participate in today's show in any, any aspect, I myself, Miss Liz, welcomes you. And should you find that the show is not made for you at this time, I will see you at a later date and later time for another tea time. And again, all tea times this year are on Thursday, unless it's a rescheduled tea time, then it will be on a Monday or Tuesday. But we have the incredible Jenny Mannion sitting in the back of the studio. And I'm going to pull her up and have her join us and spill some good old strong tea. But before we do that, I'm going to get her to introduce herself a little bit. And if she misses anything that I have over here in my little notes, then I'll be putting it up and sharing it with you all of you. So let me welcome Jenny into the studio and let's pour some tea this morning. So welcome, Jenny. Hi, Miss Liz. I'm so happy to be here with you. Thanks for having me. So, Jenny, if you'd like to share a little bit on who you are and why you do what you do, let's get started with the little girl to the big girl. But let's get started with who Jenny is today. Sure. I'm an author. I am an energy healing practitioner. I'm a speaker. I'm a mentor. I started this journey in healing myself from seven years of chronic illness and three weeks that really like blew my mind open to the spiritual realm and the mind-body connection. And I've always loved to help people, but it really just made me want to learn more and more tools, gain more and more knowledge so that I can help more people. We're all different, you know, so we resonate with different tools. I believe in easy tools. We are self-sabotaging beings. We face resistance. We don't have hours and hours a day to meditate. So I really love tools that can help us switch energy and switch our mindset in little bits of time a day. 
and we can start seeing those changes. And it is my passion to help people recognize the infiniteness of who they are and move past the traumas they've had. We've all had the traumas, the limiting thoughts, the lack of self-love, really to embrace that self-love and their unique gifts so they can express themselves and really step into the fullness of their potential. So Jenny, you mentioned chronic illness. Did you have that as a little girl to the age you were now or did it come in, like how did it, no, how did you find you know, out about it? Interesting, looking back, I remember that I always did get stomach aches with stress, you know, um, but it wasn't until I was actually like a new mom. So like around 30 that I did start having a lot of physical symptoms and that led to four different diagnoses. It was fibromyalgia, chronic mono, uh, genetic blood disorder, but not um, factor five Leiden. And then the last was Ehlers-Danlos hypermobility, which that diagnosis led them to say that I'd probably be in a wheelchair. Wow. So with all those diagnoses, have you been diagnosed with chronic illness now or are, are those the four diagnoses that you live with? Those were, but I have not had any symptoms of any of those in uh, over 18 years now. Oh, whoa, look at that. That's a good thing, right? We, that is a very good thing. Yes. He's a real deal, guys. All of those forever, but I have not. So, how did I, and Jenny, how did you heal yourself? So there was there was definitely a progression. It was the the seven years you you know you trust the doctors, the experts. You go that route, and then you join the support groups and. The support groups I joined weren't really that supportive. They were more like people really sad. You know, I would leave there actually feeling more sad, not feeling inspired. Uh, then I went to naturopath and chiropractor and things would give me like a little bit of relief, but nothing made me feel totally better. And even the naturopath would have me on like 20 vitamins a day. I'm like, that doesn't feel like a healed life if I'm like timing what food do I eat with this and when do I take this one? So was it, there were a couple things that led to me being able to heal. One was uh, I was introduced to the Sark books, which really had me writing again in a different way. I always loved to journal, but when I was sick, I noticed I was journaling a lot of negativity. I was really writing down my complaints and how I felt like I wasn't good enough. And that helped me switch my mindset to gratitude, back to gratitude. Then I met a woman who... Um, saw me as me. I lost a lot of friends when I was sick. No fun being around someone that can't do anything and is always making, you know, making excuses for canceling out. So I met a woman that really inspired me and we would go for walks and I rarely refused pain pills for a long painkillers for a long time. Cause I was like, if I'm in my mid thirties and starting to take these now, what is going to happen? You know, it, yeah. it will have an effect on my body. But when I met her, I was like, I'm going to take like a quarter of the dose and just see. And because I would do that, I was able to go for a walk with her and starting to remember who I was instead of mom, instead of wife, instead of all the roles I was judging myself on, instead of disappointing daughter because I wasn't showing up to things, you know, all of these things that I was judging myself on, started remembering who I was. And some of, I was like, oh, well, someone wants to know me and is interested. And, you know, to have that just female friendship was really bonding. And then the last catalyst was seeing the movie The Secret and really hearing that we're new, we're brand new. We're 99.999% new every 11 months. Like our cells are always recreating and where we put our emotions inform the cells that are being created. So that along with gratitude really made me recognize, wow, you know, I'm waking up and focusing on my pain. I'm going to sleep, focusing on my pain and the things I wasn't able to do that day. My self-talk is horrible. Let me just put off the doctor's visits that I can for a while. And I'm going to doctors two, three times a week. Like that's not affirming that I can be better. I didn't know I could heal myself, but I knew I hadn't tried this approach before. And I majored in psychology. It just kind of made sense to me that some of this might work. So in three weeks of really diving deep into Deepak Chopra and Wayne Dyer and Eckhart Tolle and Caroline Mace and Napoleon Hill and watching videos and reading. And honestly, the most important thing was watching my self-talk and changing my self-talk, changing my attention, 
changing my focus from the pain that I felt to maybe, you know, my little finger that didn't hurt, you know, when you're in chronic pain, everything hurts. So you're really searching for, okay, what part of me doesn't hurt right now, but really focusing my energy on that, the gratitude. Again, I was insulting myself so much. Oh, I can't run after my kids the way I want to. So, but I can lay in bed and read to them, you know, so really shifting my attention, my focus to what I was grateful for really helped too. And in three weeks, I was off of the off of pain pills, off of everything except for the blood thinner that I needed permission to go off. It took like a year for me to go back to doctors. I was a little, little anti-doctor after that for a little while, you know, had to uh, definitely, you know, regain my sense of self before I went back. And it was interesting when I went back, Miss Liz, because the doctor that I had been going to was replaced with an Indian doctor. And her first words to me were, I don't prescribe medication easily. Do you meditate? And I was like, wow, you know, like I attracted that. I felt like from my state of being and yeah, the meditation, the mindfulness, consciousness, energy healing, like all of those things really resonated with me. And I just wanted to dive in and learn more and more. And that's been my journey the last like 18 years is really gaining as much knowledge, as many certifications and as much exploration. I like exploring too writing guided meditations, really pushing, like studied shamanism, studied this Kashuk records, really just gaining as many different perspectives as possible too. Okay, Jenny, we have a question here from you. Uh, the fear of going back to doctors, like when you were self-healing yourself, do a lot of chronic um, patients that you work with, clients that you work with, do they have that same fear? Yeah, you know, and it really is being your best healthcare advocate because there are doctors out there that would resonate with you. You know, it's finding the ones, do not default to one just because it's like, oh, that's the primary care one that's recommended. There are other doctors out there, you know, really find one that listens to you, that isn't like on their laptop like this, like not paying attention and has you, you know, is like 10 minutes and you're out of there. Really find one that listens to you, that you feel heard by that you can really express your concerns, express your thoughts and really interact with them rather than just feeling like, oh, they're the authority. I have to default to anything that they say. And I really like that you're mentioning that, Jenny, because we feel like that's our primary doctor. We better just listen to our doctor. You know what I mean? But we can always get a second opinion. We yeah. can get a third opinion and we can say, you know what? That doesn't align with me. Something's not right here you're not seeing this part that I'm telling you, you know, uh, I always tell everyone, be your own advocate when yes. you feel like something is not right, you know, in your body and the doctor's not listening to you, go get a second opinion, go get a third, you know, a fourth, a fifth, as many as you need until you feel that, oh my goodness. Yeah. I'm, I, you're listening now, you know, yeah. because doctors are human beings too, you know, and sometimes uh, the book smart overtakes, the humans, you know, yeah. the empathy of the patient because they see so many different things, right? And so many people that are hurting and that that they kind of have to pull themselves out of the moment for a minute, you know, kind of dehumanize themselves in order to serve their patients, I find, with doctors. Yeah, and sometimes um, there's systems in place too, Miss Liz, that don't really allow, like I've had doctor friends that are like, I get 15 minutes with a patient, that's it, that's not enough. You know, so sometimes it's the systems that they're kind of victim to, too, and they really can't show up even the way that they would want to show up. Yeah. Well, and that's the thing, right? And you mentioned something really good there. The systems, the society, right? They're given 15 minutes. Sometimes it takes 15 minutes for a patient to actually open up to a doctor, <laughs> you know, and then they're like, oh, well, make, make the next appointment. Well, by the time you make the next appointment, that that issue's probably already gone or that, that right. issue has doubled, right? Uh so by healing yourself, Jenny, what did you find out about yourself as an individual? I found out that I had been a perfectionist, that I put way too much pressure on myself, that I was a people pleaser, that I put everyone before myself, and that I really was my own worst enemy with my, with my self-dialogue. And that I could not be the person that I wanted if I was going to continue to talk to myself that way, that I really needed to 
come to love myself, you know, flaws and all, it's okay, you know, we're human, you know, but really just love myself and know I'm a work in progress. We're all works in progress. We're all doing the best we can every day and hopefully gaining new knowledge and gaining that deeper self-compassion for oneself. And I also realized I always did love to help people. I was always kind of that friend that people went to for advice, but realized that compassion for people and how so much of us have the same stuff, you know, the same self-limiting beliefs, the trauma, we've all suffered trauma, uh, really that even almost that deeper unconditional love for people because we've all been through it, especially in this day and age, we've all been through it. Yeah. And really just that love to give tools to make life even a little bit easier, even bring in a little more joy, you know, a smile, a laugh, uh, that, that recognition of, you know what, I do deserve to be a little easier on myself today, or you know what, the dishes can wait today, I am going to go for a walk instead, or just being really gentle with oneself. I think it's a good time. You're bringing up dishes. So I think we're going to bring in the tea so that we can wash the cup, right? <laughs> so if I ask you, Jenny, what is your tea? And I, I I, want three words from you to start with the T and the A. Could you give me three words or could you I gotta give me more? I got to give you six. Sorry, Miss me six. Six. And this is where the double dip comes in, guys. And you just never know on tea time what happens with my guests. Because you see the tea time guests, they actually see me in the back a few minutes before the live show. And then we're... We're get right into it. So, Jenny, if you want to give me those six words, because we're double dipping tea this morning. <laughs> it would be transformational teacher. It would be empowering energy and awakening awareness. Now, do you want to give us a little uh, reason why you gave me six words instead of three? I couldn't pick three. <laughs> those <laughs> words really, it started with the E, like oh, I can't come up with one of those words. They both resonate so deeply. But I think that those words all complement each other too, like transformational teacher. You know, I'm called a healer in a lot of ways. I don't like that word because I'm not healing anyone. It really is teaching people tools, another T word, so they can really use those tools to transform themselves. So I like teaching people about transformation, that it doesn't have to be hard. As long as you come with a big open heart and that compassion for yourself. And yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll probably self-sabotage and we're gonna walk a little sideways and we're gonna go backwards some days and it's okay. Like really having that compassion for oneself during that time. Empowering energy is like really, well, there's energy is I love energy. I love energy work. I love feeling energy in our bodies. I do love the chakra system, which Eastern medicine is based on, which is about energy. We are made of energy. And I feel like that is how I, I healed myself is I changed my thoughts and emotion, which changed my energy, which changed the cells, which then changed my body. And empowerment is so important because we need to be our best friends. We're usually our worst critics. I still have that voice in my head. I've worked this thing for 18 years. I've done this stuff for every single day. I know it's hard, but we can be a little gentler. It gets easier and easier to just be a little gentler on yourself. You know, everyone, no one is judging you as harshly as you are. That is what everyone's so busy with their own stuff. You know, no one's really taken that time to think about you that much. So really being easy with yourself and that awakening awareness, mindfulness is key. You know, really being present to what am I telling myself? What is this pattern? What's triggering me? You know, maybe it's a certain person, maybe it's a certain word, maybe it's, you know, a certain situation that's triggering you, but you won't know until you really take that time to be present and aware and when you awaken to that, you know, when you awaken to an old belief, say, you know, your parents told you money is the root of all evil or something like that. When you wake up to that belief, <laughs> you can say, you know what, is that true? No, people can do wonderful things with money. That's not true. That's not what I believe. And we can switch that inner dialogue. But until we really hear it, it's just running in the background. It's running on a loop. And we are, our energy is really attracting situations that prove that. To us so it really is like an awakening to that awareness we can start to change our lives and, and i'm really happy that you gave me six words and we're double dipping this morning because <laughs> you know sometimes we have to just take ourselves out of the moment out of that picture that we have in our heads you know like you mentioned uh have you know grew up and we're told that money is evil and and all of that right we were given 
really hard, dark energies. And as we grow and we heal ourselves and we get over that trauma, we understand a little bit more. Like when you mentioned that, I was that's why I put my hand up because that's how I was raised. Like if you if you make money, you're gonna be a bad person. Okay, I'm just gonna stay away from it, or I'm just gonna give it all away. You know, uh, so it's reprogramming yourself, right? Retransformation, like the transformation, like you said, transforming your your thoughts and and your self talk, right? Because the self talk from the little girl to the big girl, and I really love the name of your business, Reawaken You. Because you're not saying reawaken me. You're saying reawaken you. So do the work for you, not not for me. Mm -hmm. And I think that's really a strong, a strong statement, right? The word you. Because you're and you, you said you didn't like the word healer. And because a lot of people when they hear, oh, you're a healer, oh, you're gonna heal me. No, no. <laughs> I'm just gonna reawaken you so you can heal yourself, yes, right? Absolutely. So where did that name come from, Jenny? It really is about, I mean, my own journey. Like, I mean, I reawakened myself to, to be able to be compassionate with myself. You know, yes, I had past traumas that I need to heal from, but I didn't need to repeat those self-sabotaging behaviors that were a response to that trauma. You know, really reawakening that that, yeah, that little girl inside you that is excited about life, that loves spinning circles or like, you know, talking to animals or using their imagination or whatever it is, like really reawakening that part of you before the limits of not only your parents, but society. And, you know, my parents, pretty good parents, you know, considering the scheme of things too, especially, but they watch the news, you know, so I'm getting information from that. I mean, your community, the world at large, especially right now, like there are all these limiting thoughts, social media, you know, can really make you feel, you know, tested at times or not good enough, like really reawakening to the authenticity of who you are, remembering mm -hmm. who that is and who that it even is. Like, as I said, I was so healing, as I was healing and going for those walks, I was like, oh, this is familiar to me. I'm remembering myself because we do get so caught up in the roles too. You know, this is my job. I'm this person. You know, I'm this daughter. I'm this, you know, I'm this sister, sibling. You know, I'm this mom. I'm this spouse, whatever it is. And then with roles, unfortunately, comes a lot of judgment. Am I a good enough worker? Am I a good enough wife? Am I a good enough mom? Mom's a hard one, too. Like, yeah, probably one of the hardest ones. People really judge themselves harshly on the kind of parent they are. So, really, just like, loving ourselves, you know, and reawakening to that, to that love that's really inside us, that unconditional love. Well, and I love that you keep saying self-love, self-talk, you know, so it, it's within the self, you yes. know, and it's like your tea, it's within you to serve, you know, those are your tea words, those, that's your tea to serve, and that's why with the guests, I get them to serve their tea, I'm just like, guys, I can't serve your tea. I'm just a host. I just bring the cookies and I bring the laugh, <laughs> the jokes, you know, I, I'm the entertainment. <laughs> I, I'm just a jokester that's sitting at the end of the table, you know, like what tea are you bringing? Oh, we're drinking that tea today. Like, let's get really excited about our teas. And I really, you're strong. You have a strong tea, Jenny. So thank you for sharing that. Thanks. We do have a couple questions here that I want to get into with you uh, that are coming in. And you mentioned energy. So they would like to know what energy are you drawn to? Is it the crystal energies? Is it the the Mother Earth energy? It, like what energy calls you the most? There's a couple of energies that call me. Uh, first, it's the energy within us. So the energy that connects us to everything. So again, that chakra system, knowing about it, you know, and that's, you know, on my site, I have the free reawakening your chakras to self-love because I do feel like there's wisdom to be gained from any, every energy center within us about what's not in balance. You know, if we told our, if our parents told us that we weren't good enough or we have that core message that life isn't safe, which a lot of people do right now, like our first chakra could be out of balance, which, which governs our legs and our feet, you know, so we could feel really off balance. So there's, there's wisdom in learning about the energy within us. I love nature too. That is a big one for me. I, I've studied shamanism for a year and a half and connecting with that earth energy is magical. 
uh, who nature's magical, you know, it's always talk about reawakening. It's always rebirthing itself, you know, every year. And yeah, I, going out in nature is healing to me. I do love crystals. I got crystals in my hands right now. I do love crystals too, <laughs> you know, um, I am, yeah, I, I love energy. Really, I love the energy of animals. You know, I do, I do love the energy that connects all of us too. You know, really feeling that, that unconditional love and not the separation. And I do feel like this is a time really too, but it's important to recognize that we're all, we're all in this together. Right. We all showed up on this planet at the same time <laughs> during this great time of transformation. May as well try to make, you know, everyone else's life easier to show up with kindness because we do not know what people have been through and really connect you know it's beautiful that you do this show miss liz and, and really honor each each person's tea because each person does have their unique gifts and really that that is what this is all about like using your energy really turning inward and connecting with outside things too it's fun it's fun to go out for a walk in nature it's fun to cuddle with animals and feel that you know it's fun to even go within and I, I meditate every morning and just going within and asking our bodies too. How you doing body? You know, <laughs> what are you doing with me today there? <laughs> are we moving to the left? Are we going to the right? Where, where are we going today with this body? <laughs> I, I really like that you say that because, you know, we have to talk to our bodies sometimes. We have to say, Hey, come on, let's get going. Let's get moving. Yeah. You know, and oh. gratitude for our bodies, like it's pretty miraculous, all the systems that it runs for us every day. It'd be like slave labor, you know, if we were <laughs> expecting someone to do all that work and not giving it credit. But like even the shower every morning, you know, I give thanks to my body. Thanks. For, I'm glad I'm standing upright today. And, you know, thank you, legs. And, you know, as you wash your body, you can give thanks to the parts as you're washing them. Just really tapping into, yeah, you know. Oh, I like that. I You're like that. Jenny. Powerful, you know. Thank you for showing up for me today. I love that. Tapping in, tapping into you. You know, yeah. uh, we don't tap into ourselves enough. We're so full. It's like you said, mother, daughter, sister. You know, we have so many titles that are given to us, and then everyone's like, "Well, I need you. I need. I need me first. Let me get me." first and yes. then I'll get to you. And you said that at the beginning of the show is, you know, I had to learn how to self-talk and self-heal myself. I had to take care of myself first, you know? And when you start taking care of yourself, it's 18 years that no more chronic pain, you know? But there's probably days where you say, you know what? Oh, I didn't do well. So I got to work a little harder on myself yeah. tomorrow. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know? Yeah. There, there is no perfection. I'm like, that word doesn't even exist. Like, why are we even using that word perfection? And I think a lot of people that go through trauma, they become perfectionists because they think that that's how they should be. Right. Is I got to fix everything. I got to make sure it's yeah. perfect. Uh, you mentioned it's a lot of things like people pleasing and, you know, uh, putting everybody before yourself. Mm -hmm. So you put yourself on the back burner, you know, you were always a second choice instead of putting yourself first. And when you were doing that, you, you had the pain, you had the illnesses yeah. and that. And then when you woke, you reawoken yourself, you started saying, Hey, no, me first, yeah. you know? And um, you're going to piss some people off, but that's okay. Oh, you will. <laughs> it's okay. You will, right? <laughs> so we have another question here. We were talking about the chakras and that and the energies. And they want to know what chakra are you connected to the most? My heart, I hope. You know, I mean, our heart is what causes that coherence and really relating to everything. It governs our relationships with everything and everyone. It governs our relationship with ourselves. I do love the crown chakra too, because that is also about like really that connection to everything. It's about being present. Uh, yeah. I mean, I love, I love all of them have their purpose. You know, when you were, you were talking about the um, being, having trauma and then trying to be a perfectionist, like that's third chakra. We had no control. You know, we felt like control was taken away from us. So we do try to control and so third chakra is about stomach issues. You know, you're not able to digest the stuff that's going on around you. Each chakra kind of makes sense, you know, so I do love 
all of them. I'd say I battled probably with the second one the most. That's that's how we see ourselves as a woman or man. It's abundance. It's how we create our emotions. There's a lot. That's a loaded one for me. You know, um, there's layers and layers of healing there. But yeah, I'd say the fourth, but I do love they all have their purpose. The first one's about grounding into the earth. It's really important for me to walk and dance and to be in nature, you know, so they're all so important. Fifth is communication. It's what I do every day, you know, talk with people. So it is really important. And the sixth is intuition. So tapping into how do you see the world? How do you see yourself? They all play such an important part and they're all related to one another. And I, I, I love that you explain them because a lot of people don't understand the chakra, right? They don't understand the part of the body. And we go right back to the body again. You know, how's the body doing? Listen to the body because the body is a chakra. The body is you. It's within you. What are you feeding your body? Like, you know, what are you giving your body? And you mentioned the stomach issues, you know, having control. When you don't have control, you, oh, my goodness, your stomach is out of control. You know, it makes sense. The, the chakra all comes and connects together. You know, so I want to thank you for that, because a lot of people that might not know what the chakras are or understand what they are, they might see the, the image of the chakra and the crystal colors and not really understand what each one stands for. So thank you for sharing that with us. Absolutely. Jenny. I love them. It's energy. I love that. So. Right. <laughs> so we have a question here. White crystals is Jenny holding in her hands. What am I holding? <laughs> I don't even know which ones I'm holding right now. I'm usually holding, I will usually say I'm holding usually a Moldavite and a Lumerian crystal. Right now I'm holding two blue ones because they're for communication. So I'm speaking. Ooh, I love, well, look at that. This girl there, she's double dipping this morning. I'm telling you. <laughs> I you know, I, I always wondered about the color of the crystals because I'm drawn to certain colors as well. And I'm glad that you mentioned that again, the blue for communication. They're related to the colors of the chakras. So, yeah, I mean, whichever one you're drawn to, I mean, blue is is the color of the throat chakra. So it will help, you know, holding those. It's interesting, though, because for the heart, it is green or gold, but actually rose quartz is the best, which is pink for the heart. Okay. But usually, most of them relate to the colors. Oh, and we're talking colors. So let's get into, I ask all my guests this question. What is your favorite color? So tell me what your favorite color purple. is and why. Purple. purple. And that's why we're wearing purple, guys. So for the people that are watching the video, the live stream, we are both wearing purple. Yeah, we <laughs> so do you want to share a little bit of why purple, Jenny? It's always made me happy. It's just like a happy color for me. And it's interesting. It is like a color I will see. I don't really see that much. I'm more claircognizant, clairsentient. But if I am to see a color, it is going to be purple. And it is more related to those upper chakras. So really like connecting in. So yeah, I've just always loved purple. Awesome. And you see how it flows. You see how tea flows in this house. Right? Yeah, I we, love we, it. We get into one energy, then we go into the color. Oh, well, well, let's just jump into that question. Let's just get in there, right? And let's just dip and make a mess. Let's really spill the tea, you know, because we need to really just flow, flow the body, Absolutely. you know, understand, you know, and the chakra is like a rainbow. It is the yeah. colors of co communication coming together, aligning together. So if I give you the word alignment, what comes to mind for you when I say that? Uh, Jenny. It really is about coming into, again, coming into yourself. You're aligned. You're aligned with your truth, with being authentic. You're aligned with, it can be, it's body, mind, and spirit, honestly. Is your mind aligned with what you're wanting to create? Or are you insulting yourself? You know, uh, that's not motivating. You know, if we were insulting and, you know, saying bad things or, treating a, an animal or a child negatively, we know what that reaction would be. So being aligned with your mind, how you're speaking to yourself, being aligned with your body. Are you aligned with your body? Are you giving your body gratitude? Are you eating okay? Are you getting enough water? Are you getting sleep? You know, what are those things that you're aligning? And spirit, are you taking that time to be present? You know, just being present turning off there are so many distractions oh you know and it's easy to get sucked in you know so turning off the distractions and really tuning in and 
sometimes it does take going, leaving your house, going out in nature, like really being to be present. Don't take your phone with you, you know, really, really just being totally present. So you even know how you're doing because so many times we are on automatic pilot and we're not even aware. We're just kind of going through the groundhog day thing, doing the same things. You know, the quote I heard was like, we have 60,000 thoughts a day, 80% are negative, 95% are the same as yesterday. That gives us a whole lot of wiggle room to work with. You know, we can really, I, I have my clients like set an alarm for a couple times a day or even every hour to be like, Hey, where have I been the last five minutes? You know, what have I been telling myself? Uh, what have I been doing? You know, am I, you know, to the bottom of a quart of ice cream or am I, you know, really being conscious of what we're doing? There's so many times it is on automatic pilot and we're just reacting to the world around us. So, I mean, being aligned being means really being present so we can act from that space and not be reacting but react consciously. If we're aligned, we're reacting consciously. Well, thank you, Jenny, for that. Uh, we have a question here for you. Uh, align, you're mentioning alignment, getting out, setting alarms. What other tips and tools do you give your clients? I, I start with, there's a couple I start with. One is to make a list of 10 things that bring you joy. So that can be petting your cat or dog that can be making yourself a cup of tea that can be reading a couple of pages in a book but what brings you joy because so many times we go through the to-do list oh I gotta do laundry I gotta do dishes I gotta do this I gotta do that and life really does begin to feel like a chore instead of we're meant to have fun we're meant to enjoy life and only you can give yourself permission to do that so if you have that list of 10 things it's really helped to put on your favorite song, sing out loud, dance like a lunatic in your living room, like whatever it is that's going to bring you joy. And it can be something that's five minutes. Give yourself permission to do something on that list, at least one thing on that list every day. And I say 10 because we become like stubborn little kids, arms crossed. I don't feel like doing that today. You know, like <laughs> I'm not giving you 10. I'm giving you eight. <laughs> So it's necessary for us to have that list of 10 to pull. All right. If we go through 10, there's going to be one of them that we like. Another tool is gratitude. The, the most important tool, honestly, gratitude and joy. You know, the other, the list was for joy, gratitude for ourselves and for something else, for our body, for something that's going right in our lives, for the fact that we have a comfy bed to lay in, you know, or food, food on our table. Uh, that we have one healthy relationship around us, you know, whatever it is that's going to make you feel that gratitude, but gratitude for ourselves too. We do so many things. And I notice, you know, as, as moms too, or in relationships, we don't give ourselves credit. What mom gives themselves credit for making lunch for their kid every day, you know, or for making dinner or for doing those little things that you just feel like you're expected to do. But you know what? A lot of people don't do those things or don't have the capacity to do those things. If you're doing those things, it deserves a pat on the back. It deserves some gratitude. If you're taking a class in something you're interested in, if you reached out to a friend that you knew was struggling, like all of these things are things that we can give ourselves gratitude for. And it's really important. Again, the more we give ourselves that gratitude, the more we're going to feel empowered and, and counterbalance that, that little voice that's always saying, but you didn't do that or you did something wrong. Oh, I'm so stupid. You know, all those things we say unconsciously, we really need to balance that out with conscious self-talk. That's gratitude. Three most important times of the day, morning when we wake up, before our feet hit the floor, before we go to bed, because our subconscious is tuned in. Those are usually the time we go to worry or dread. Oh, this day. Oh, I have to do this. Or, oh, I didn't get that done today. Oh, I got to remember that. You know, but those are the times when our subconscious is tuned in. So if you are trying to heal something in your body, that's the time to give that deep gratitude. You know what? My legs were working great for 20 years. They let me dance. I'm so grateful for that. You know, or thank you, you know, for just letting me walk today. Like whatever it is, your body mind, spirit, giving gratitude for anything in that realm. The shower too, as I mentioned before, very powerful time. 
sometimes with busy moms, it's the only time you get, you know, where no one's bothering me. I have five minutes. <laughs> take advantage of that time. Water is healing. Imagine the water like washing down negativity, you know, and see it going down the drain. Pay gratitude for something. Set an intention. You know what? Something amazing is going to happen today. Just set that little thing of energy out there instead of the to-do list. Oh, don't forget to put this on the grocery list. Oh, you know, and I know that so many times I was subconscious, so in my head in the shower, I was like, did I wash my hair? I think I washed my hair. You know what? Like, we can get so far <laughs> gone. Two minutes. Oh, I'll let me rewash it again. <laughs> <laughs> so really like being conscious those three times, even if you did it just those three times, like really made an effort, you'd see life change pretty quickly. If you designated those three little windows of time to yourself, you know, really your self work. And also that, you know, list of 10 things, doing one of those things on the list, that's for you, you know, giving yourself permission to have a little joy. So I want to get into, uh, we're talking about the 10 things to do on the list. So you have different programs correct? Yes. That you offer. Do you want to share a little bit on those? And then I want to get into your book because you have a book as well. So I want to get into that before we wrap up because time is just flying by. Like we're just double. I know. I can talk to you we're just flying like over here <laughs> this morning. Uh, so again, if you have any questions or anything and you would like to ask Jenny, then put them in the comments or send them directly to Miss Liz's uh, DM and I will ask Jenny these questions. Again, I want to thank all the supporters out there that are tuning in right now. And then we'll watch the replay later because it's always nice to listen to it later when you have the chance, when you're in the shower, washing your hair for the second time. <laughs> so, Jenny, so I want to get into your programs. What programs do you offer? Sure. I offer mentoring. So I do offer like one hour sessions with me where we can talk a little bit. I'll give you homework, like things like those <laughs> lists and stuff, big on homework, because we need to do these things to make them routine for us and energy work. I love the idea of giving some, sending someone energy. So they receive that can be just them laying down and receiving that can be us playing with energy together. That can be, um, yeah, it can be shamanic work because I do shamanic work too. I also do Akashic record readings. So that's kind of a looking at your soul. I could tell you your soul gifts. We can do some energetic. That's another way I love energy is the Akashic records is we're, we're really asking, we're setting the intention for us to really get to know ourselves better at soul level. Let go of the past, whether that's karma, contracts, you know, all the past wounds that we've had really let go of that to embrace something new. And with that, I do have a bunch of different readings that I offer. Plus I do a guided Akashic journey where I take people to the Akashic records so they can keep going back. So they can use that as a guidance tool. So yeah, the shamanic work, the mentoring work, the Akashic work. And I love, yeah, I love just talking to people and really seeing how I can help them best. Well, thank you so much. So now I want to get into the book because you have this incredible book. Let me get the title of this book over here. 30 ways to transform your life. Why 30 ways? we got numbers here. Why the numbers? <laughs> so yeah, it's a short path to change, 30 ways to transform your life. So it's broken into four parts. So again, I really wanted to make it, okay, let's start in this. The first part is all about removing the old. So we need to remove the old. We need to look at the self-talk. We need to look around us and see, is our place cluttered? Is our life cluttered with relationships that don't serve us? Like we need to really take account of what's going on in our life right now to give ourselves permission to clear that out. Forgiveness is the first chapter. That's another tool that I give is Ho'oponopono is my favorite prayer for forgiveness. Four sentences, it helps transform your inner energy. You know, I love you. I'm sorry. Please forgive me. Thank you. To tap into your soul and to say those things is freeing. You're really freeing yourself from... If someone did something really bad to you, they were probably hurting too. Hurt people hurt people. You know, saying that for yourself, saying that for relationships in your past. So the first, first, you know, chunk of the book is that, first quarter of the book is that. Then I move into the chakras because it is important to identify where that energy maybe isn't flowing so well, where we need a little more love. I give exercises. Each chapter is really short with the short exercise after. The third section is all about the present moment. So really 
how are what are the different ways I can meditate? Or are, what are the different ways I can tap into energy? So really things that we can do in the present moment to bring that healing about. And then the last quarter is all about stuff that's going to come up, like the self-sabotage, you know? So how do we keep moving forward, setting intentions, you know, really? So, you know, the 30 ways were really just, okay, I had like seven or eight ways that I felt really needed to be talked about in each section. So if you go through this, you know, you really will be diving into removing the past, learning about the chakras, really embracing the present moment. And I give you some tools to keep moving forward as well. So someone is saying, ask her about the numbers again. <laughs> <laughs> why numbers? Because you gave us 10 for the list of joy, 30. So why numbers? Are you drawn to numbers? I, I guess, yeah, I mean, I definitely am drawn to numbers, you know, um, I'm drawn to, drawn to numbers. I'm, it's so funny that you do the T because I'm definitely draw, drawn to that too. I love like letters. I love, um, I love ways to make things easy is honestly ways to remember things, ways to make things easier. You know, our brains are just, I mean, that's what we're taught. We're taught our numbers and our alphabet to begin with. So really like tapping into that beginner mind and reminding ourselves yeah things can things can be easy you know i love that you say that because as we're little and we go to school we learn our alphabets and our numbers yeah. <laughs> you know so we learn at an early age to tap into those energies of numbers and letters yeah. so yeah so you know you look at numbers and letters now you'll say like oh yeah it's an energy it's coming this way why am I giving you only eight instead of 10? You know, why are we pouting today? Why are we doing this today? You know, and really listen to the body. Uh, you've said that many, many times during our conversation this morning, Jenny, that, you know, listen to the body and have gratitude for our bodies. We don't give enough credit to our bodies. You know, we're, we're really hard on our bodies. Oh, we need to lose weight. Oh, we have to put weight on. We have to, you know, we have to get our nose done. We have to do, right. you know, let's cover up that little scar or, you know, so, Again, the reawakening of our bodies is the yeah. message that I'm feeling this morning as you're sharing your tea is really get to know your body, really get to self-talk yourself, you yeah. know, and dig deep. And so, that is the, the free gift that I give for signing up for my site is that reawakening self-love through the chakras. So like every day, it's a little simple exercise, how to align with that love. Day eight is that guided meditation to bring yourself into balance because it is so important to really love every part of ourselves. You know, it is, it's not what we were taught. We were taught to be ultra critical of ourselves, but that does not inspire healing. That does not inspire us living our best life. You know, it's one thing to notice, hey, I, it didn't work out when I did that. Maybe I won't do that again, you know? Like, or maybe or let me do that three more times before I learn my lesson. <laughs> Sometimes it is a few times. <laughs> Being able to laugh at ourselves too, Miss Liz, is so important. Like sometimes things will come up or I'll hear myself say something and I'll roll my eyes at myself. Really, Jen, again, you've been doing this stuff so long. Seriously? <laughs> like, but if we can kind of giggle at ourselves and be like, oh, that's my human. Oh, I guess that wound was deeper than I thought, you know, like yeah. really making light of it. We're doing the best we can. We're waking up every day and doing the best we can. And that deserves a lot of credit, especially during these times, you know, that are unprecedented and there is a lot of instability and we know that there's change and change can, my book's a short path to change, but it doesn't say an easy path to change. Right. You know? <laughs> change is not easy and it's not nice. It's really uncomfortable. It's really messy. It's like spilling tea. You got to get somebody to clean it up, you know, <laughs> but at the end of the day, we got to clean our own mess, right? We got to really yes. start to take care of us. And that's the message I'm getting this morning with you, Jenny, is just really take care of you, you know, just really take care. And again, that word you is there. Take care of you. Reawaken you, you know, spill you, serve you, you know. And I say this all the time, be yourself, yeah. you know, stop being what society and systems tell us to be. Just be you. Just be awakened to who you are. You know, if you if you you stutter or you fall, you get back up, you know, you you know, let's stop being so hard on ourselves and start saying thank you. Oh my goodness, I fell. Well, thank you. I got back up. Like <laughs> <laughs> I love that. 
<laughs> you know, I fall all the time. I'm like, oh, here we go again. Like, Let's get <laughs> up, Miss Liz. Like, you know. Uh, so, Jenny, I asked you one word to describe yourself. And again, she went double dipping this girl. Uh, so we're double dipping tea this morning on Tea Time with Miss Liz. Uh, and I asked you one word to describe yourself. And you gave me a couple. So I put two words together for you. Awesome. Out of the words that you gave me. So I put kind giver. So what are those two words to you? And why do they describe you as a person? Kind is... Again, just, wow, we've all been through it, you know, like really understanding that I, I've understood this deeper working with people for the last 18 years. Like I've heard of such atrocities like that, you know, have made it hard for me to sleep some nights. Like it is really hard, you know, being on this planet and everyone deserves that kindness. We don't know what anyone has been through. Like it, whether it's that small gesture of smiling someone in the smiling at someone in the grocery store, letting someone ahead of us in traffic, like those little gestures, we don't know what that could do for someone. It could utterly change their day. It doesn't cost anything, you know, to be a little kind. Yeah. I mean, you can do the kind gestures too, where you're providing for someone, but you can do things that just, you know, your friend has been having a hard time. You reach out and reach out to them, see how they're doing. Like just showing that you care because a lot of people will isolate when things get tough. So really being kind, extending yourself a little bit. And giver, I love to give, you know, I mean, <laughs> I love to give tools, I love to give energy, I love to give, you know, I know what it feels like to receive too. That's something that has been hard for me to do, you know, but it's something that's a continual lesson for me. But to give is is wonderful you know i love to i love to give gifts i love like when i'm away you know and i see thoughtful gifts that i would a friend would like like i love to give something like that but even it can be little things again it should can be that phone call i love to write poems for friends like what whatever it is uh you know if you're artistic in any way to give that expression you know to someone you know a drawing or something like that like to really give just it's again, to reach out to that heart, heart to heart connection, you know, being kind and being giving is that heart to heart connection. But also I would say in the giving, the hardest thing has been to give to myself. And that's a really important lesson that I want everyone to know is really, you know, the airplane stewardess, you know, the put your mask on first, you know, before you, you put it on your child, you need to give to yourself. It is not selfish. It is, it is necessary. Self-care is necessary doesn't have to be bubble baths or anything like that, but it can be, you know, just doing one of those 10 things on the list that really will make you feel a little happier. We don't want to be giving from some kind of subconscious resentment either, you know, right. the going on autopilot and, oh, I have to do this again. I have to do this. Like that's, we really want to be giving unconditionally, you know, right. from our heart. And we can only do that if our well is filled, if we have really given to ourselves first. We were coming here. Uh, we hear double dipping this morning on Tea Time with Miss Liz, and we hear double washing our hairs and double this and double this. <laughs> and are we doubling on self care? Yes, <laughs> tripling on self care. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we are. We are doubling on self care. Miss Liz needs a self care too. D double down, right? Uh, Jenny, I really want to thank you for joining me on Tea Time this morning and, and sharing about the shoggers and sharing about the awakening of you and all that. So any final words or anything that you would like to share with the audience on how to better yourself? Listen to yourself, really. I mean, that that's really the start of it. Turn off the distractions. I know it's hard. I know that there are so many, but we cannot hear ourselves if if the TV and the phone are on and the laptop's going. Like, really tune into yourself. Ask yourself how you're doing. Ask yourself what you want, you know, in, in the future even. You know, really get real with yourself. Give yourself a lot of compassion just to, every day, give yourself a little bit of gratitude. And I am so grateful to be on with you, Miss Liz. The time flew. I loved your questions. I loved our conversation. And yeah, really grateful to be in front of your audience as well. 
Well, thank you so much. And it was an honor to have you. And I, I, you know, sometimes in the morning I need a double dipping strong tea, you know, like <laughs> let's put the tea bag in. Oh, it's not strong enough. Let's put it back in again. You know? <laughs> oh, okay. That's a perfect tea. Now let, let's, let's get ready. Let's get serving. Right. Uh, I want to really thank you, Jenny, because thank you. you know, we need that awakening and my guests actually give me an awakening by the way that they serve. So I want to thank you for that. I want to thank the listening and audience and all of that for your support and your questions and all that as well. So Jenny, if anybody would like to reach out to you and get some help from you or just connect with you, how can they reach you? They can email me at Jenny at JennyManion.com. They can go to my website, JennyManion.com, subscribe to that, the free class, the reawakening through the chakras class. So, and they can contact me through my website form there too. Um, but yeah, I really, I love to help. They can reach out on social media. I'm on Facebook. Uh, so any way that they want to reach out, but I really do love to help people. So, and before we wrap up, because we have, we're almost at that hour. My goodness, we're already flying by. And then Miss Liz has got to get ready for the next tea time this afternoon and, and this evening. So, but I want, Jenny, I want to ask you. What was the hardest self-talk you had to give yourself as a little girl? Hardest self-talk I had to give myself? Mm -hmm. Hmm. I had to give myself or I did give myself? No, that you had to give yourself. Like you, because we, we always give to others, right? You're always right. giving to others. Yeah. And as a child, you gave a lot, you people pleased a lot until you started healing yourself. So as yeah. a little girl, what, what self-talk did you tell that little girl to get you to where you are today? I wasn't very good with the self-talk as a little girl, you know, even as a teenager, it really dipped into scary waters, you know? I mean, it really wasn't until, I think the thing that kept me going as a child and teenager was, I love dance, actually dance and writing, like living my two passions helped me a lot. And I really do think if you have, if you tap into even one passion, one thing that gets you excited, when I dance, the world slips away. I'm somewhere else. When I write, I usually can write a poem in five minutes because it's not me. I'm tapping in. Like we are, you know, anything that makes you feel that way, that passion, and giving yourself permission to do it is huge. That's hence the list of 10 things that bring you joy that we need to affirm that, yeah, life can be pretty challenging here sometimes, but I'm choosing joy. I'm choosing to make my life better for myself. And there's a reason why I asked you that question before we wrapped up, because we don't feed our little girl, our little boy inside of ourselves, yeah. the little child within. And I wanted to wrap up the tea time with that is, you know, the reawakening of you, the reawakening of that child, you know, because of patterns and cycles and stuff that we're programmed and systems and society tell us that we need to play, we need to understand. Yeah. And that's why I wanted to go into that just before we wrap up, because dancing is important, tuning in, tapping is important, again, to the body, listen to your body, understand your body. If something's happening with your body, just listen to it, you know? Uh, Jenny, again, the chakras, thank you for explaining them a little bit more for the ones that might not even understand what it is. They might say, okay, well, what is all this, you know? So reach out to Jenny. I, I highly recommend it. You check her out, check out her 30 ways, you know, and do the 10 list. And, <laughs> you know, if you want, don't want to do 10, do eight, you know, do that little tantrum fit, but really get moving and move that body understand your body and give gratitude. So again, thank you, Jenny, for joining me on Tea Time. It was an honor. Don't leave. We're going to talk some more in the little background <laughs> thank here. Thank you so much. <laughs> My guests can't run away on me. And I will see everybody this afternoon at 3 p.m. with Ruth G. Sanchez. And then this evening, I'm going to be closing it up with Irana Cast. Gerlano, I hope I'm saying her name right, from Australia. So it'll be really early morning there in Australia, but it'll be evening here in Canada. So, and we're going to be talking some really strong topics. So if any of those topics are too much for you, I will not be offended if you don't want to tune in. But I do encourage you to check out all the tea times. If one resonates with you, share it. Share this tea time with your friends. Share it with somebody who's really needing that self-talk, that self-healing, and just double dip. 
You know, if you have a friend that is needing that double dip and double strong tea, this is the tea time to share. So share this one out there. Uh, you know, encourage your friends to check out Tea Time with Miss Liz uh, because there's always a guest that will resonate with you. I guarantee Miss Liz goes all over. I have different topics, different flavors and different people, incredible people like Jenny. So again, thank you, Jenny. And thank I will you. see everybody this afternoon, 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And then again at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time for the three shows on a Thursday with Miss Liz and Tea Time. So till then. Grab your tea, grab your coffee, and enjoy your day, and I will see you in a little bit.